This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. In the latest issue of the journal Jewish Affairs is the first part of Stuart Buxbaum's History of Herber House, a boarding hostel for Jewish children from the country areas attending schools in Joburg. Stuart himself was a boarder at Herber House, and he joins me now to tell me what it was like to grow up in that kind of environment. Stuart, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me. Thanks very much, Cherise. It's a pleasure to be here, and thanks for the invitation. Stuart, where were you born? Uh, I come from a place called Leslie, which... uh, is equidistance between Springs and Bethel, close to today's uh, Cecil project. Okay. Um, and uh, I, my parents farmed there, and I farmed. We've been in Johannesburg for about 20 years. And uh, I went to King David, and I went to Herber House. Uh, that's the reason for my interest in this. And I, I need to thank uh, Mr. Elliot Wolf, who gave me access to uh, the minutes, the accumulated minutes of about 15 or 18 years of the Herber House uh, project, if we can call it that. Uh, and it, it's it's really interesting that today's generation probably haven't heard of, of Herber House, but it was very much part of the ethos of the community. I've just spoken to Ilona downstairs uh, at Beta Tfutsot, and she tells me that there were about 1,550 small communities throughout South Africa. Sure. Uh, and uh, I've got uh, the Jewish yearbook here from 1965, and it's fascinating. I mean, the, the little towns that are mentioned that have uh, four or five Jewish families. Now, all those children needed uh, a Jewish education eventually. And that was that's the reason why there was a need for a hostel um, in Johannesburg. Now, at the time that it was established, there had already been a hostel in Cape Town, and there were Jewish institutions, uh, mainly Chedorim, which um, which existed in those country communities. Amaya Katz wrote his PhD, was the headmaster of Hutzlia High School, uh, on the history of the South African Board of uh, Jewish Education. And uh, in it, he has some uh, scathing remarks about the Chadorim, you know, that was at the end of the day, maybe once on a Sunday. Uh, so parents felt the need, especially in the case of boys, that they needed to have some Jewish education to come uh, for the Bar Mitzvah. Um, and uh, there was a tussle as well in the communities, uh, whether you send a child to uh, a better institution, a better school um, in Johannesburg. If you're doing so, do you send him to a school or a boarding school that is mixed in the sense that it's not a purely Jewish institution? So in the beginning, uh, Herber House was established in 1944. So we have to remember that in 1944, the Second World War was raging. The Holocaust uh was almost reaching its its highest point. And yet in South Africa, the Board of Education took a very courageous step and established, saw the need and established a hostel. And fortunately, or uh, maybe uh, not as fortunately, they, uh, uh, a building that existed in Yeovil, it was called Eastington uh, Castle, it had been the home of a mayor of Johannesburg and was built in about 1894, came up for sale. It had been owned previously by a different uh, 
persons and uh, the Board of Education bought it. It seemed ideal at the time. It was situated on four acres of quite rambling ground. Uh, and uh, what has happened since is that right at the end, I mean, I'm jumping 20 years of history, uh, but right at the end, it was demolished because a big uh, project was going to be built there. Uh, unfortunately, the project never took place and the castle was broken. If the Heritage Foundation <laughs> would have been alive and well at that time, I think we would have had some trouble. Um, so in between uh, those years, in, in the very beginning, uh, the first, say, from 44 to about 1948, children came to, King, uh, came to Herber House and they didn't have the facility or the privilege of being at a Jewish day school. The day schools just didn't exist. So children were going to different schools, uh, Athlone, uh, Maris Brothers, Parktown, King Edwards. Uh, and uh, it, it was part of the, the, um, uh, the idea of, of, of Herber House that it would provide a Jewish education as well. So uh, in the afternoons, there was a Mr. Zaltzman who would later become the headmaster of the boarding school, a somewhat contested figure. Um, but he, was, he, he taught uh, Hebrew, Hebrew history, Hebrew education, and it was a really successful uh, project. It's quite interesting that they also, when they started, this was almost, um, I'm imputing meaning into, into this, but I've read, I've read the minutes and I've spent a long time looking at them and trying to pick up the nuances. But, uh, and uh, the members of the committee were sterling, um, members or leaders in the community. Uh, and they tried their very best to create a kind of a model institution. So there was even, there were singing lessons. Cantor uh, Himmelstein used to come to her house and provide singing lessons. Uh, there was a mentor who gave coaching lessons. Uh, so I, I think the coaching lessons were they must have perceived that here come these boys and girls from the country communities. They're a little rough around the edges. We have to teach them how to, how to manage uh, the city. Uh, and, uh, and, and, uh, they seem to get, uh, good marks for all those efforts. Uh, and then, and then, um, in 1948, the schools are established and it becomes a, a, a requirement, not rigidly enforced, but the children who are coming to Herber House should go to King David. So then the whole structure of the King David changes because it's now purely a hostel. Uh, in terms of numbers, if, if there were 95 kids at the school, at, at, the, at the boarding school, then it was crowded. So we lived in dormitories. Uh, there were three sections uh, to the project. The, the main part of it was the hostel. Uh, then there was the synagogue. Uh, the synagogue had previously been the stable for the mayor of Johannesburg, whose name, incidentally, was Ellis, and uh, you'll recognize the name when we play rugby again at Ellis Park, if uh-huh. it's still called that. Um, and um, so the, 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 the kind of structure uh, changed, and uh, the, the borders weren't reliant on the education that was provided at Herber House, but could go to King David. Um, so we were all small-town kids, uh, and we had a common culture even just coming there, 
we developed our own culture once we were at the boarding school, uh, which in today's terms sometimes seems um, a little strange. If you look back with, uh, from today's vision and uh, hear about some of the uh, even misdemeanors, let's call them, um, and that get easily reported. So I, I want to try and prevent that, <laughs> <laughs> that negativity. Stuart, yeah. I'm going to take a short break. But after the break, maybe we can talk about your personal experiences of Herber House and whether they really managed to get those rough edges of country boys off, smooth them up a bit. This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. And I'm talking to Stuart uh, Buxbaum, who was a boarder at Herber House, established especially for kids from the community. Um, what was it like for you at Herber House? Um, that's quite a, a big question. Look, we were all young kids. Uh, we ranged in age from, there were kids there that were five, and they ranged to maybe 15 or 16. It was a co-ed uh, hostel. The girls lived separately. I think uh, if you talk about softening the edges, I think the girls helped in softening the edges of the boys. Uh, and if you, uh, it, it is um, many other people. This is not a unique situation. It's unique in the sense that we're talking about Herber House, a Jewish hostel in Johannesburg that no longer exists. But even today, there are many children who are at boarding schools. Um, I had occasion to bump into somebody who comes from Brackpan, whose son is a great rugby player. He's at one of the foremost schools in Johannesburg as a boarder. Uh, so that experience continues. Uh, what was it like for me? One has to – I can tell you about two different journeys – the going uh, to the boarding school and the coming back. So let's start with the coming back. So it's the end of term. And, uh, you know, from the age of, say, I was in Standard 3 when I went to went to King David, I had a very rudimentary uh, knowledge of Hebrew. But by the time I went home the first time, I already knew how to negotiate the Siddur and I could bench much to my parents' uh, surprise and pleasure, uh, we don't come from a religious home, so all of this was uh, was done because of the the need that they felt, uh, and also pressure that was put on uh, my mother in particular. I'll just tell you this little story that uh, she was looking for a boarding for my elder sister. And she went to some good schools in Johannesburg. And when she came back to Leslie, she was accosted in the street by one of the real uh, Zionists in the community, a really small community, and said, how can you do a thing like that? You have to send her to a Jewish school. And uh, so being going to a Jewish school was a, a big part of it. So end of term comes and we go home. So there, there would be a car, in this case, let's say our, uh, my parents' car, and we'd go to Leslie and there'd uh, be a couple of kids from Bethel and from Standerton. We'd get in the car and there's rolls and there's sausages and there's cold meats and there's all kinds of delicacies. And everybody's just delighted to be going home. Then there's another journey. Uh, after Rosh Hashanah, for example, we'd be home and then leave early in the morning to get to school. So we'd leave from Leslie at about 5 o'clock in the morning. There'd be kids from other schools, from Jeppe, for example, we get into the car and it's miserable. 
uh, your clothes have been washed nicely at home, but you know that within a day or two, that, that's, that. yeah, we're not, we're not going to have that fresh smell and the nice sandwiches. So that's a kind of a, a kind of a, 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 a shock to the system to just looking at two different journeys. But what I have to say about, about the experience is that even this Sunday, five of us, four of us got together, we had breakfast together. This is, 55 years you, uh, after. Five of you from Herber from House. Herber House. So the yeah. friendships you made. Friendships remain, and I have a long list of about 35 to 40 people that we reg- that I regularly send greetings to, and I've sent them this uh, this article as well. So we remain a close knit knit group. Uh, there was a lot of contestation for, if you want to call it, power at Herber House. Uh, the, the committee continuously felt, almost from the beginning, that this hostel was inadequate for the needs uh, of the boarding school. And they started talking about a new hostel. I think I've traced it back to 14 years before the hostel was actually uh, created. Uh, so we formed our own kind of culture and living uh, in this Inhospitable terrain we, we, we remained other So we were boarding school kids We came from small communities And that's how we remained We sat together at the, at the back of the bus We sang Afrikaans lickies on the way to school uh, And we joined together uh, As a group uh, Just one last thing uh, There's a picture A beautiful picture that I think will occur, appear In a future edition Of snow on the King David field and if you, the, the Herber House people have built a snowman. Amongst the, amongst the guys there is a, a guy in Form 4 who's going to be the rugby captain the following year. But he's surrounded by children from Herber House. All, all of them grouped together just to show how intense our association with each other was. So there was, we were Herber House kids, whether you were in Form 1 or you were in Form 4, a boy or a girl, needy or confident, we all formed a group together. Okay, so if anybody would like to learn more about Herber House and um, see Stuart's recollections of it and also the stories you tell about some of the kids, you need to go onto the Jewish Board of Deputies uh, Facebook uh, website, www.sajbd.org. You need to find Jewish Affairs, and there you will find Stuart Buxbaum's Part 1 of Herber House History. His uh, next part two, part two, will be uploaded in November and we'll certainly keep you informed of that. Stuart, thank you so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure. Thank Shabbat you very shalom. much. Shabbat shalom. Thank um, you.